Ladies and gentlemen, we have a major announcement from Nancy Pelosi. My friends, no matter what title you all, my colleagues, have bestowed upon me, mm -hmm. speaker, leader, whip, there is no greater official honor for me than to stand on this floor and mm -hmm. to speak for the people of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. This I will continue to do as a member of the House, yep. speaking for the people of San Francisco, mm -hmm. serving the great state of California, oh, and defending talking. our Constitution. Mm. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. There we go. For me, the oh, hours no. come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. The hour has come. You're only 82, Nancy. I mean, what's the big deal? Don't leave now. She's going to still be in Congress, but she's no longer going to be in leadership. Uh, and look, we don't want you to leave, Nancy. Why? We still got Nancy Pelosi sucks pens to sell. Yes, Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. They're back in stock. And now to say goodbye to Nancy Pelosi in her position of leadership, 25% off. Yes, right now, use the code BYNANCY. See you later. Bye, Nancy is the code. B-Y-E-N-A-N-C-Y. Bye, Nancy at NancyPelosiSucksPen.com. What a great holiday gift to celebrate Nancy Pelosi leaving the House Speakership, breaking, well, she broke the glass ceiling. Now she's come back through the ceiling and now she's through the floor. Congratulations to Nancy Pelosi. And, you know, we didn't get everything we wanted in this past election. But the good thing is, at least we can send Nancy out the door with a big, fat loss. Stu does America. BlazeTV.com slash Stu. The promo code is Stu. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. If you're watching on YouTube, click like right now. Drop a comment, an algorithmic engagement comment. Drop it below, and that'll help the algorithm robots make the show a little more popular. Click follow as well while you're there. Dan Andros is here to break down the latest attacks on Christian conservatives. Republicans have taken back the House of Representatives. We'll look at the implication of that. But we start by doing San Francisco insanity. And I know the insanity in San Francisco. Yeah, look, Nancy Pelosi, of course, is involved in that. There's so many other things that are crazy in San Francisco. Michael Schellenberger wrote a book called San Francisco, and it really fits, really fits well. But let me give you an example of what's going on in San Francisco right now. We're going to narrow this down to one particular crazy thing going on right now. San Francisco has launched a new guaranteed income program for to the transgender community. Now, you might start off right away and say, wait a minute. I mean, how can you give out money only to transgender people? And where's the, how is it constitutional? How are you only giving it out to one little tiny group? Does that make sense that a government institution would do that? That's the smallest part of the story. Why are you going there? Why are you going to the Constitution in a moment like this? If the program is called... <laughs> the program is called GIFT. And you might say, wait, no, it's not a giveaway. Well, the program is called GIFT. And you might say, well, that just happens to be the letters. What if I told you it wasn't? <laughs> it's not an acronym that says G-I-F-T. It's, it, let me just show it to you. Here's, this, is what the, the, this is what it looks like. GIFT, Guaranteed Income for Transgender People. So quite clearly, this should be GIFTP. It's not GIFTP or GITP would be acceptable. They just called it gift and just left off the P. So <laughs> even the acronym is dumb, but it gets much worse than that. There's a lengthy, lengthy uh, application to get your gift for money. And 
holy crap, is it a lot of fun. I will tell you, I've got the whole thing right here. I kind of just want to read the whole thing to you and just do nothing else today because it's so fascinating. Um, and I don't know. There's so many questions and there's so many options. So many options as you go through the entire uh, thing. Let me give you some of the details on the program, though. The Transgender Dis- District and Lion Martin Community Health Services, in partnership with the municipal city departments in the city and county of San Francisco, will provide 55 transgender residents of San Francisco County with $1,200 a month in guaranteed income for a year and a half. Just a free giveaway. You don't have to do anything for it. You don't have to prove that you're, you're needy. You, they're just going to give it to you and you have to, you know, I guess spend it on whatever you might spend it on. Guaranteed income for transgender people or gift. <laughs> will provide economically marginalized transgender people with unrestricted monthly guaranteed income as a way to combat poverty our most impacted community members face. Uh, The statement came out from the city. The city of San Francisco said GIFT is one of several programs the city is developing, implementing and evaluating to identify how best to support San Francisco residents and promote economic stability and recovery. And I think obviously the most stable thing for an economy is just to give a bunch of people free money for absolutely no reason. They don't have to do anything for it. They don't even have to really prove much of anything. They just have to say they're economically dis, uh, uh, disempowered in some way. And then they have to go through a very lengthy checklist, which I would like to go through some of, some of this with you now. Now, this is from the application. And you might say, what are your pronouns? Obviously, the most important thing when you're giving someone a bunch of money to help the economy, you need to know what their pronouns are. And there's some options there. She, her, hers. He, him, his. They, them, theirs. It, it's, it's. Co, co, co's. Z zim z's, z hears hears, g jim jeers, e im ears, e im ears, p per peers, fa fur fares, a er errs, te ter ters, viver viz, no pronouns, just the name, that's way down to the bottom, and then declined and not listed. So there you go. Now I of course go by er er ears. That's me. But that's just me. And I want you to know that because my pronouns are very important to me. Uh, What about sexual orientation? Very important category. These are this is not me making this up. This is really what the application has. What now it's sexual orientation. Select all that apply. Aromantic, asexual, BDSM kink, bisexual, demisexual, Some of these I'm just not going to say. I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, the F word for homosexual people that I was told was the greatest insult of all time on the level of the other F word or maybe almost to the level of the N word. And it's just here as one of the boxes you can check. (sighs) What a world. Gay, lesbian, non-monogamous. Pansexual, polyamorous, queer, same gender loving. What is the difference between same gender loving and gay? Isn't that. I don't know. Scoliosexual. Come on. Scoliosexual? Is that a thing? This is this can't be a real story. Sometimes they bring you stories and I say, you're not going to believe this story. I don't believe this story. I'm doing the show and I don't believe the story. (sighs) <sighs> heterosexual, hey, way down at the bottom. Hey, what, if you happen to be straight, you got a box. That's good. T for T. What is T for T? It's trans for trans. I don't know. 
So you're a trans person, but you only like other trans people? All right. Don't know and not listen. There you go. Now, then we get to the, re- the really interesting stuff. And I, there's 97 listed, 97 genders. And I would like to read you all 97. Unfortunately, we have like network breaks and commercials to do. So I can't read you all 97 genders. We can go through some of the hits, some of the classics, some of the interesting ones. You want to get your 1200 bucks a month. And I, I really mean, I've been meaning to get to Alex Stein as soon as possible to encourage him to take the next flight to San Francisco and dress up as three or four of these genders and see if he can get some uh, trans money. I, I, I think it would be a fascinating experiment to see if he could pull it off. They're only starting with 55, though, so it may be difficult. Now, when I say the LGBTQQIA2 community, you think, what the heck is two? Why is there a number in there? Well, that's because two-spirit. Let me show you, walk you through some of these here. Two-spirit, that's easy. We've even heard the two in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. We've heard the two in there. We know two-spirit's a thing. That's not, I mean, that's easy. Then you've got aggressive or AG or AG. Do, do, what, aggressive is a gender? Aggressive is not a, it's not a gender, but it's in the 90, uh, 97. How about gender creative? Like you're just making up genders on the fly. You know, you're just like, I don't know which one I am today. Let me give you another bunch of random letters and we'll combine them into a new word I just made up and we'll, I'll be creative about it. That's gender creative, I think. Gender outlaw, the outlaw of the competition. Bart Harley Jarvis, that's right. Uh, gender outlaw, what is gender outlaw? Do we know? You've, we've, got, we've got strict rules. Strict laws on these gender. There's only 97 of them. Don't be a gender outlaw. No one will know what you are. How about gray gender? I think this is pretty much everybody in Congress. It's just uh, gray gender. What is gray gender? Is it something where you're just really old? Is it something where you're just in between? Like, I don't know. It's a gray area. That gender, kind of a gray area. We don't talk about that. Gray gender is an option on the form. These are all real. These are things, these, I'm, not, I'm not making these up. These are on the form. If you want to get the trans bucks, you got to fill out the form. How about brother boy? <laughs> what? Guys, what the hell? What the hell is going on? Brother boy is apparently a gender. Now you can be a boy and you can be someone's brother. Does that make you a brother boy? I doubt it. Uh, I'm not going to look it up on the internet to give you the answer, though. I'll be honest with you. Not going to Google it. Not going to Google brother boy. Not doing it. You can do it. I'm not doing it. I'd go on a VPN if you're going to do it, because God only knows where that sends you. But I'm not Googling. No Googling for me. Not happening. Not Googling brother boy to find out what it is. Not going to figure out what sister girl is either. I don't know. I, I, you got brother boy and sister girl. It sounds like a new duo of superheroes. They're just, it's brother boy and sister girl. But apparently those are both genders. Who knew? Now, <laughs> this one, I think like they got in the middle of it and they were just like, ah, screw it. Like they got in the middle, they got halfway through what they were trying to describe. And then they just gave up. The next one is gender F, like the F word, gender F. 
That's a gender. Now, I just think like someone was like, a gender, ah, screw it. Just, just typed out the F word and then just left it in there. They didn't notice it. Gender, how, what is gender F? Does anyone know what that means? Not going to Google it. This is the type of show that tells you, I am not doing additional research on this story. That's, the t- that's how much confidence I have in the quality of this program. I'm telling you right now, I did not research these things because I don't want to know the answer. I don't want to know what this means. I hope I never know what this means. I hope you never know what this means. But it does exist, and it's on a government forum to get free money. How about Maverick? <laughs> that sounds delightful. I don't know what it means. I, I, maybe it's a, uh, a very fancy Tom Cruise. I don't, I don't know what it means. Maverick. And I want to go... This is, this is what I need to do. I need to go, because these things don't mean anything. If I were to tell you that I went from gender F to maverick in a transition, give me free money, how could you disprove it? No one knows what any of these terms mean. Now, I will say, I did transition at one point in my life, and I've never told you this before, but I, too, I am trans, and I did transition from a man to a stud. Mm-hmm, that's right, I did <laughs> that's me. Stu the stud. Mm-hmm. That's an actual gender. Stud. This is, this is, stud. You can go into a government form in San Francisco and say, I'd like $1,200 a month, please, and check the box calling yourself a stud. The next one, I mean, it's like they knew the news was coming. The next, this is a gender. FTX, the collapsed crypto exchange, is now a gender. <laughs> SBF, where's SBF? You should have SBF and FTX, and they could all be genders together. Why don't we just, every word we know, let's just call it a gender. You know, anything that comes up. The McRib, it's a, it's a gender now. You're, I've transitioned from FTX to McRib. That's me. FTX. Next one, and this is not, again, I'm not making any of these up. They're all on the form. The next gender is travesty. And I will admit, this is a travesty. I will. <laughs> the entire world has apparently transitioned to travesty. And then, <laughs> look, you look through this list and you're like, ah, you know, I don't think this list is right. That's why they have a, a legitimate checkbox for, I don't use labels. <laughs> After all this, you don't use labels? That just seems wrong at this point. Now, You might say those are really crazy, and I might agree with you, but I will tell you none of the ones I just read to you are the crazy ones on the list. There's a whole page of words that I think they legitimately just made up. There's no way these are even real genders that even the craziest woke person knows about. Let me, I'm going to give them to you, and I want you to study these with me. Bakla, Mahu, Fafafin, Waria, Paleoana, Ashtime, Mashoga, Mangaiko, Chibados, Tidawina. Now, if you have a Tidawina, that might be a gender issue, but I don't think that's what they mean. Bishahe. I don't know. I'm guessing on some of these. I don't know if you I don't know if you can detect this, but some of these I actually don't know how to pronounce. And I'm I'm 
I'm, I'm guessing just a, a little bit. I don't know if you can detect it, though, because as a professional, you know, you, uh, it's difficult for a commoner to understand the incredible amount of effort and work I've put into trying to understand and, and really sound authentic as I pronounce each one. But uh, Aliyah, Huame, Lamana, Nadlili, Dilba. See, I did transition from Huame to Dilba at one point in my life. I didn't tell you about that time. It was a dark period, but I went from Huame to Dilba. Winky. Now, this one is not... This next one has so many letters, and they don't... None of them go next to each other. This is someone was sitting and be like, what's, uh, what's my gender today? And they were, like, sitting there, and it got late, and they couldn't think of anything, and just went, they just... At the computer, and they just went... <laughs> and just crashed their head into the keyboard, and this is what came out. Ninau Poskitisapepi. Did I nail it? Who, who's with me? If you happen to be a member of that community, let me know in the comments below. Did I nail the pronunciation of that one? How about Machi Embra? Kuwari Wami? Chukakuchi? Wakahawani? These are, this is, this is something Fozzie the Bear says. It's not a gender. Uh, Fakaliti, Kalabai, Kalalai. Huge difference between Kalabai and Kalalai. If anyone tries to tell you that Kalabai and Kalalai are the, basically the same thing with a couple minor differences, don't let them tell you that. You've got to have two boxes for Kalabai and Kalalai. Then there's Bisu and Occult, which Occult does sort of, it's a different spelling, but it's a, it does describe this situation particularly well. And I want to make sure you understand how th there's 97 of these. That page is the craziest of the words, but like it goes on and on and on and think about the person who focuses enough on their gender. Think, think about the person who focuses on themselves enough to try to put themselves in this tiny of a category. It's a sickness. It's a weird, weird sickness. And more, it's not like, you know, sure, there's a lot of strange parts of it, but I, I will admit that lots of strange parts of it. But the most troubling part is just how internally focused it all is. It's somebody thinking about this stuff all the time to try to create this minor, tiny, minor thing, uh, this minor distinction. I mean, what is the distinction from Quarry Warmi and Winky? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. But I will say, after you go through 97 boxes like this, you go through all of them and you think to yourself, you know what? Just none of these feel right. They've got a box for you. Seriously, this is on after 97. They have not listed. You could check box, check the box that says, you know what? I looked at your 97 genders. I'm number 98. <laughs> it's just not. You didn't cover enough territory for me. Let me put a different random collection of letters in this underlined box so you can try to understand what gender I am. And I guarantee Every single one written in that box will be on the checkbox list next time because one person apparently has it. Guys, we have crossed a barrier of insanity that I don't think any of us could possibly understand existed before the past couple of years. And it keeps expanding. And you know, one of the really bad things about this election was that the Democrats did not learn their lesson. They did all this stuff and then still performed relatively well, at least historically, and held on to the Senate and almost held on to the House. 
and got a bunch of these big governor jobs. They, they, they did all this crazy stuff, all the craziest stuff, and still were somehow pseudo rewarded for it. This is going to get crazier and crazier. That might be good news for 2024, because the more of this they do, I just, I've got to believe there's a limit. There's got to be a limit for the American people where they will put up with this nonsense. This is crazy town. It's crazy town on top of crazy town on top of crazy town, otherwise known as San Francisco. Gear up for fall with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke Post, of course, partners with small businesses and emerging brands to give you the most unique goods every single month. No matter what you got going on, Box of Awesome has you covered. You know, I like to travel. I've had some really cool travel bags from Box of Awesome. Uh, also, I got a really cool uh, cooler. Uh, that came. It's like a cooler bag, basically. Great. I have Little League games that I got to go to, approximately 417 uh, every week. And when I do that, and it's hot outside, got to have the cooler bag. This is going to be a great thing for when it starts warming up. Warming up. Boxofawesome.com is a place to go. You take the quiz there. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They have tons of them. New boxes every single month across a ton of different categories. And they're all valued around $70, but of course you pay only a fraction of that price. And honestly, it's always more than $70. Everything I've ever gotten from them is more than $70. Uh, I guess that's a minimum. I don't know. But you pay way less than that. Plus, with each Box of Awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code STEW at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com code is STEW. 20% off your first box. boxofawesome.com code STEW. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no farm guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Let's bring in Dan Andros. He's the managing editor of FaithWire.com and host of CBN's Quick Start podcast. Be sure to subscribe to that wherever you get your podcasts. Dan, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, let's talk about it because it's, it's my favorite kind of time of the year. We have uh, all the Hallmark Christmas movies, the Lifetime Christmas movies, and apparently now the Great American Family Christmas movies and Candace Cameron Bure, who has been like the star of every Christmas movie for the past decade on, on these channels, uh, has left uh, Hallmark or wherever she was and has now gone over to Great American Family. It, she did this, is this. Did she do this basically because uh, Hallmark was becoming too woke? Yeah, I mean, she didn't explicitly say that, but I think the writing was essentially on the wall. I mean, they were kind of, you know, as we go on, we see this more with programming. The left is very much pushing for this representation of sorts. 
of all these different, you know, LGBT couples and relationships. And so she didn't explicitly say it, but I think that was pretty much understood as why she went and doing essentially what the left tells people when they don't like something. Hey, go start your own network. So she did, but apparently that's still not good enough. Yeah, uh, she was uh, very, uh, very much uh, pressured here uh, as she left to answer some questions about why she did leave. And she was asked uh, why she left in will they be using uh, LGBTQIA2 plus community storylines in their projects? And, can, and she said, look, I think the great American family will keep traditional marriage at the core. She didn't say that there's no chance there'll ever be a story like that. She didn't say, well, we don't like those people, so we're only going to do th- video movies like this. She just said the core of it's going to be traditional family. And yeah. she is being absolutely lit up for this. Yeah, there's a couple of people, and I'm not familiar with these people, but um, Hillary Burton of One Tree Hill called her a bigot. Former <laughs> Dance Mom star Jojo Siwa slammed her as rude and hurtful. Um, and there were others that that piled on as well, a bunch of celebrities. And it's really interesting because, like you said, she's not she first of all, didn't go out of her way to disparage any type of person. And in fact, she said in her statement, that's obviously the farthest thing that she wants to do. And she loves all people, but she has Christian beliefs. And so they asked her, what's going to be on her network? Well, we're going to focus on this type of relationship here. <laughs> that's not a despair like to me, that is very, Interesting that the left, these crimes of omission. Now, if you don't have representation, you're going to still get bullied and call called a bigot um, for just promoting the type of relationship that you want to promote without saying anything negative about others. Yeah, it's it's weird because here's somebody who's just saying, look, I have a, 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 a creative project I want to start that has a certain interest in it, things that I find to be interesting or important creatively. I'm going to go create a project. That's what, you know, ostensibly the black entertainment television did and Out Magazine did. And we all kind of sat back and said, look, it's interesting that there's a bunch of different things. Everyone can go find the stories that they want. There's lots of choices. There's a zillion channels. All that's supposed to be good. But when you have a channel that just says, you know, we're just at, us, at our core, we're going to focus on traditional family relationships, that's apparently not allowed. Why can't she have her, her interests set just like everybody else seems to have? Right. And especially if your target audience is Christians. Why would you, just like you mentioned that Out Magazine or whatever it is, the the Out Magazine, they're looking for stories and storylines about gay people and LGBTQ people. Uh, No no one's out there going, hey, wait a minute. I'm watching this Out Network and there's no straight people on it. What is going on? (laughs) No, you wouldn't do that. And but they but they do it this way. And I think it's part of the larger um, motive of the left, which is to really dismantle the family as we saw in statements on things like the Black Lives Matter movement when they're all these radical leftists. It is important to them to destroy these family structures so that they can rebuild up in their you know, kind of leftist utopia. Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the things that's missing from the social media debates we have all the time. A lot of people say, well, just if you don't want to see a certain type of content, don't like it, block that person, uh, set up some filters so you don't have to deal with it. But they miss is that the left doesn't care whether you want to see it or not. The point is they don't want it to be seen by anybody. They don't want it to be allowed to be expressed. And I feel like we're going down this road here where they're saying, look, Christian views, they're just not allowed. 
You can't you can't do that. We're going to we're going to destroy your life. You're going to destroy your career if you express those opinions. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, look at this. And um, this is why I mean, this is why you have to speak up now. And um, I think attach these things to your Christian beliefs uh, cl clearly, precisely because of what you just said. I mean, it's a next logical step for them to start putting punishments uh, on these things. I mean, look at look at the quote that Candace actually said, and you and you um, you read it. And I just want to read it again. But she said, "I knew that the people behind Great American Family were Christians that loved the Lord and wanted to promote faith programming and good family entertainment." Um, and then when she was asked about the LGBTQ storylines, like you said, she said, "We will, uh, you know, Great American Family will keep traditional marriage at the core." To think that that's a controversial statement is, I honestly think it's shocking and it should be alarming to Americans who love freedom of speech and to Christians especially. You should be alarmed that people are feeling comfortable now to start trying to call this out and, and snuff this out. All she, all she said was that we're going to focus on this type of relationship, traditional marriage. If traditional marriage is something you can't say in the near future, that's that's a scary prospect. It really is. Um, let me go over to, and we're speaking of traditional marriage, go over to the bill that's going through the Senate right now. This is a bill that is on, it's a same-sex marriage bill, basically trying to codify the Supreme Court decision, uh, Obergefell from a few years ago, where they said, okay, everyone has to have gay marriage in every state. Uh, they, there's this bill that's coming through, and it's being promoted as sort of a compromise. Uh, Mitt Romney is sort of uh, a big voice behind this, and so for that reason, a lot of people are talking about the Mormon Church, who uh, have come out in support of this bill. And the bill basically says, uh, Mike Lee opposes it, by the way, the other senator in, in Utah. Um, the bill basically codifies the same-sex unions, um, but tries to carve out some sort of protection for churches. Kind of what you're talking about there, Dan, we're like, they're trying to say, well, you guys, the government can do whatever you want. You can make, everyone can have gay marriages, but you can't force that on our churches. And, you know, it seems like the same type of line they tried to draw with the Defense of Marriage Act back in the, in the day. You try to draw these little lines and hope that the left won't eventually cross them. But the, at the end of the day, they always do. Yeah. And I think the tell there should be that they have to even put that in there in the first place. Like if you're if you're worried about this, then maybe this isn't the greatest bill uh, that you should be putting forward. But I don't think they're worried about it. I think they actually want to use this to your point. I mean, look what they've done with Face Act. Uh, Face Act is to, you know, you can't block people from going into these uh, abortion clinics or healthcare clinics. And now they're using it um, against pro-lifers and sending FBI you know, heavily armed agents to the house of Mark, you know, the house of Mark Houck and other pro-lifers that are getting rounded up using this face act. So, I mean, we've, that's just one example, but we've seen a willingness from the Biden administration and from previous administrations to use the federal government um, to punish its political opponents. So that's an increasing trend. And I think um, people have every right to be concerned about this. Look, they could have, they could have solved this problem because they, they say, well, DOMA was just bigoted and it just stopped people from getting over a thousand federal benefits. Now, what you could have done was just said, well, we value these relationships as well, because DOMA actually does define marriage between one man and one woman. So the way you could have done that was just, hey, here's another type of union, because that's the step they skip here, Stu. They don't define what marriage is. So it can essentially be anything. 
Um, and what I find ironic and funny is that they say, yeah, but poly polygamy though, you, we won't recognize that. No. So, so, but which is so hypocritical to me because it shows that they're willing to draw a line and exclude a group. Um, so they're totally fine with that, which is what DOMA did. It said it defined what marriage is. And it said, this is the union that we're propping up here. We're going to give these benefits. If you think that this other type of union, which is same sex, which is not marriage, that is not what it is, the definition of marriage. Um, it is a man and a woman is marriage. One man, one woman, a man and a man, a woman, a woman. And that's, it could be a union, but it's something else. It's not marriage. I think nobody would have batted an eye if you said, you know what, these unions over here should get these equal rights. The problem is you're lumping it into marriage. And I think that's what a lot of Christians have problems with on this respect of marriage act, because they don't feel like it respects marriage. It actually disrespects it because it lumps in all of these other unions that aren't the definition of marriage. Yeah, I mean, you just start redefining words to mean different things, it becomes a problem. And, and you know, to your point on, we, we all heard, we all heard, love wins, love is love. You can love anyone you want. How can you possibly draw the line here before you start getting to pluralistic type marriages? I, I don't understand it. Like, you know, I've never been to Leonardo DiCaprio's house, but I assume as you walk through his foyer, you're stepping over 23-year-old models everywhere you go. They're just littered all over the entire complex. That's just his life, right? And, you know, because he's not married to them, everyone goes, wow, dude, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's always hooking up with young people. It's starting to get creepy, but he's not quite old enough where we're going to say it's disgusting yet. And that's kind of the way that society treats it. If he were to marry all of them, which would be committing to them more to be able to support them over a long period of time, instead of just having sex with them all over his his uh, his mansion, that would be illegal. And everyone would say it's weird. And it's yeah. like, how can you if you're going to just constantly redefine the, the limits and terms here, then you have a language that means nothing. And, 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 I, and I don't know if you caught the monologue, Dan, but like. We just went through this thing in San Francisco where you go through like dozens of genders, words that are completely made up. No one knows what any of these terms are. It's just like a combination of letters after after each other to kind of to come up with brand new concepts to describe genders that don't exist. We've lost the ability to understand how to communicate with each other. It's like we're all John and, Fetterman's. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of the especially the far left wants. I mean, look at what we're doing. You can't define what a woman is. You know, we've seen that movement, that question being thrown around now. And the left can't define what a woman is. It's just you can be a man putting on women's clothes and you're you're you know, that counts as being a woman. The things the truth doesn't mean anything anymore. They're deleting the meaning of reality. And, you know, it's the same thing with marriage. Marriage is a is a specific thing and they're just trying to tell you it's not now. And so essentially what happens is then all of these things become meaningless. Uh, if you can just make a marriage anything, um, which which eventually they'll have to cave on polygamous relationships, because what defense could you possibly have in court or otherwise to someone who brings up a claim? This is say, wait a minute, how come I don't get these claims? Why are you limited to one for V1? Uh, that, what's your definition? What's the standard? And they'll, they'll be like, huh, I don't know, we just, you know what, you're right. We just pulled this out of a hat. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're just making things up right now, what a woman is, what a marriage is, what a gender is, and we're just making all these things up. And at some point, you know, people will hopefully start to catch on that when you do that, nothing really means anything and nothing matters.
Uh, before you leave, Dan, uh, I want to go back a couple a couple of years in the past. Uh, one of the most controversial shows we've ever done together. We listed uh -oh. our top 10 NBA oh, players yes. of all time. And this has been Travis an ongoing did. controversy where Dan has criticized me for not including Steph Curry in this list. And I, I think he's a great player, but I, it's like he hasn't played long enough in my mind to, to be on a top 10 of all time list. Um, I want to give you this, though, because after watching him, first of all, win another championship in the meantime, and then <laughs> putting up like 50 points a game seemingly every night, I'm ready to it's redo my list. We should do this again yeah. soon. Yeah. But I want to play you a clip from Sonia Curry, Steph Curry's yeah. mom, talking about when she was pregnant with Steph Curry. Listen to this. The decision that I made to keep him at that point is also countered with the decision that I made to not carry through with a previous pregnancy. And so God just bringing it all together and just showing me being able to just say, hey, here's this decision I made in this point and look at the blessing that he has become. And I just thank God for that. And I just say to God that it was meant to be and to not carry judgment. You don't have to carry a lot of judgment forever, you know, give ourselves some grace in making the decision with what we had to make the decision with when we made it. We could go on for a while about this, Dan. We only got about 30 seconds, though, but they almost aborted the greatest shooter of all time. I know. I know. Praise God that for any life, really. But that obviously is extra awesome, especially in the Stu Bergier world. I don't think America knows, especially sports fans know that Stu was the pioneer of run and gun three point shooting. I kid you not. He was launching half quarters <laughs> in 1992 at practice when I'm trying to get him to help make the team. Mm. And the coach is watching him shoot 80 footers all day long. Uh, but now it's like commonplace in the NBA. You are the pioneer. This guy should be your number one, hands down. We'll get into it later, though. I know we don't have time. Steph Curry and Dame Lillard, both, uh, yes. they owe me for, for what the, the, <laughs> they, they owe you. The, bla yes. the trail that I blazed. Uh, Dan Andrews, uh, managing editor of faithwire.com, host of CBN's Quick Start podcast. Make sure to check it out. Uh, Dan, thanks so much for coming on. All right. Thanks for having me. Let me tell you about Grip6 and their fashionable and customizable belts, uh, wallets, socks. These are fantastic. It's a great company in Utah that sells to the United States, but all over the world as well. They have fans everywhere, but they source almost everything in their products right here in America, including like wool for the socks. I uh, had a, uh, I had a, as Dan mentioned, I'm a trailblazer on the basketball court. Also, uh, look, I'm not going to brag, but I did, uh, you know, a couple of flag football victories. I coached an offense to uh, this past weekend, but it was freaking cold. It was cold and it was wet and my feet were cold, except for I had grip six socks. Grip six socks made it completely bearable. My feet didn't get cold at all. You got to go to grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew. Save 15% off right now. Grip the number six.com slash stew. Their wallets are awesome. Their belts are fantastic. You'll love the socks as well. Don't miss it out. Miss out on it. Grip6.com. Uh, the number, uh, or excuse me, slash stew. Grip6.com slash stew. Get 15% off right now. FTX, which we learned earlier in the show, was a gender. 
Who knew? Is also apparently uh, a used to be at least a crypto exchange where you could go and buy and sell cryptocurrency. Uh, FTX, the head guy, SBF, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, he's getting sued by a million people, but also people who just did commercials for FTX, which is kind of silly, honestly. I mean, like Larry David's going to get sued over the fact that he did a Super Bowl commercial for a crypto exchange. It's not like he looked into all the details of their balance sheet. He just got paid and and made a funny commercial. Uh, I will say. All the negatives are going to come out of this uh, with FTX. A lot of people are going to go bankrupt. A lot of sad things are going to happen. But we should get a really good episode of Caribbean Enthusiasm out of it. That, that's one positive. But you have to read. It's worth reading the entire thing. The declaration here of FTX. Because this guy, the new CEO, his name is John Ray. He was the guy who came in after Enron collapse. And his job basically is go around to places uh, after these com- big companies collapse and try to piece things together and, and do, the, do that whole situation. After all of that, he's been through all the big bankruptcies. He says, never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information. He goes on to give the uh, to highlight the balance report, which which. Uh, FTX had estimated they had $5.5 billion, $5.5 billion of cryptocurrency on their balance sheet. Guess how much they actually had? Five, five billion, 500 million? No, no, $659,000 of cryptocurrency. They were saying 5.5 billion. This is like one of the biggest scams we've ever seen in our entire lives. And it's unraveling here right in front of our eyes with the second biggest Democratic donor of the past election cycle. This could not get any better except for a really good episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. We played a clip earlier in the program of Sonia Curry, who is Steph Curry's mom, who talked about how she had previously made a decision about ending a pregnancy. And God spoke to her and said, hey, don't end this one. That one wound up being Steph Curry. Now, it doesn't matter how great of a shooter you are. uh, You should still have a chance at life, even if you suck. Even if you're the worst shooter in the world, you should still have a chance at life. And that's what Preborn is working on all the time, to try to help moms make the right decision when it comes to life. Yes, how do they make that right decision? Well, they give them ultrasounds and they say, hey, here's an ultrasound. Do you hear the heartbeat of your kid? And you know what happens? About 80% of the time, those moms say, you know what? I don't want to end this pregnancy now. I want to, I want to meet my son, my daughter. Um, just 28 bucks. Uh, you can actually give one of those ultrasounds to a mom who's trying to make that decision and try to win them over to the side of life for $140. You can do it for five ultrasounds. Preborn will even match your donation. The goal is to save 50,000 babies this year. We're well on our way, but we really do need your help. To donate, you can dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. It's pound 250. Use the keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash stew, preborn.com slash stew. Well, uh, it was close, and I was nervous about it toward the end, even though they were always the overwhelming favorites uh, after election night. Republicans finally did actually win the House. Uh, very narrow margin, somewhere between 218 and 222. It's going to wind up settling, it looks like. Uh, probably a little bit higher than 218. Uh, 220, 221 is probably the most likely. 
That's good. It gets uh, it gets you those uh, initial hurdles. They talked about uh, in- investigating Joe Biden and his business ties right off the bat. That'll be important. Uh, hopefully that's not all they do, but that should be important. Also, John Fetterman is now in the Senate and or he will be soon. He's been showing up at the Senate, kind of getting the lay of the land. And Fetterman advisors are now telling reporters, guys, you can't just yell the questions at Fetterman. <laughs> I know he had a stroke and you can't just say it loudly and slowly and expect him to understand it. He's not going to understand you, which is amazing. Basically, a lot of the reporters were doing the thing like the Saturday Night Live closed captioning where they would just have Garrett Morris come up and just say, Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. Just really loud and slow. That doesn't help. John Fetterman, no matter how slowly or how loudly you say something, is still not going to understand you. Once again, Nancy Pelosi stepping down from leadership. Very, very sad day for me because who's going to buy Nancy Pelosi sucks pens if she's gone? Well, good news is she's actually sticking around and she's going to continue to suck. And also, we're going to give you 25% off. So you're probably going to buy one. They're awesome. What a great Christmas gift. Save 25% off if you use the code BUYNANCY. 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 BUYNANCY is the code NancyPelosiSucksPen.com. 